there's an identity question here. You know, it's not and a mindset question here. And I'm still, you can tell, I'm still struggling with that part of it a little bit. I'm not quite ready to own uh, some of those things as a part of my identity, but they're not mutually exclusive. I don't have to be, uh, I can I can take care of myself and, and still have fun, I guess is maybe the point. And, and I'm still trying to figure out exactly how to do that. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dachis-Marmet. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hi, everyone. We are here today with Josh Peterson, and we are so excited to have him on for our health transformation audit. But before we get started, we just want to let you know that our fall detox is kicking off on September 17th, and we're so excited for this group detox after the summer, and it's a wonderful, supportive community, and it really gives you the opportunity to take your health to the next level. The past few months of summer have been amazing, and you know we love all the outdoor barbecues and events and outings and Fall is a great time to reset, dial it back a little bit, and just jump right into the detox. So we would love to have you join us, and the sign-up link is in the show notes. And now we're going to go talk with Josh. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Good Health Saunas. I have had my Good Health Sauna for over a year now, and you guys, I love it so much. From the moment of purchase to the delivery and setup, Good Health Sauna staff, they've been absolutely amazing. They've answered all my questions. They did a great job with the setup. And I have started this routine where I'm working out in the morning, I'm taking a sauna, I'm showering, I'm refreshed, and I feel great for the day. And I just feel relaxed during the day. I'm sleeping better at night. And I feel like I'm really adding to my overall health and happiness. And I'm also removing toxins from my body. And I feel amazing. Infrared saunas produce penetrating heat to help you sweat and heal your body from the inside. Sweating on a regular basis in your good health sauna can help you feel rejuvenated. There are so many health benefits of regular infrared sauna use that include detoxification, immune system support, muscle repair, chronic pain relief, relaxation, deeper sleep, and so much more. I've been using my sauna now regularly for the last several weeks and love how relaxed I feel, especially when I do it in the evening as part of my routine. It really helps me unwind from the day and improve my sleep. So why not bring the benefits and convenience of the sauna experience into your home with a commercial grade Good Health Sauna? Good Health Sauna has three stores, one at the Mall of America in Minnesota and two in Wisconsin, in Appleton and Waukesha, but they ship anywhere in the U.S. For more information on the various sizes and options and for your special offer for all of our listeners, head on over to their website, www.goodhealthsaunas.com and mention the Art of Living Well podcast. 
And Josh, one of the things that we love to ask all of our guests as we kick off the conversation is, what is your one non-negotiable to start your day? Well, my one non-negotiable is to try to get seven hours of sleep the night before. I am obsessed with sleep. I chase sleep. Uh, I've been on a long sleep quest. I used to work for a sleep company uh, and sleep is the foundation of health. It's the start of health. It's the, it's how you, uh, I think, really move throughout the day. And so if I can get a good night's sleep, that makes my day go great. That's awesome. I couldn't agree more personally. And do you typically get those seven hours? Like, is that the norm for you? I do. Yep. Um, I have uh, I have severe sleep apnea um, that's developed in the last 10 years. And so um, it's a bit of a, an effort every night to get that amount of sleep. But uh, yes, I, I get at least seven hours pretty much every night. Great job. That's awesome. So Josh, as we kick off this health transformation audit, we love to we would love to have you take a moment to set your vision. So if you could look six months into the future, what would your ideal life look like when it comes to your overall health and happiness and well-being? You know, what would just your ideal day be from, from starting your day? Like you said, your non-negotiable is getting that seven hours of sleep and then how it would progress for, you know, the remaining time that you're awake. Yeah. So six months from now, I think, you know, a couple of things. One would be uh, really owning my day. I have um, a lot of priorities in my life. Um, my health is really number one on that list. Um, my family is number two. And then uh, my work or my passion projects that I've got going on is really number three. And so six months from now, if my health could be in a really good, comfortable spot, I think that's only going to enable uh, those second and third priorities to really thrive. And, and so what, what would that look like? Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say the same thing. <laughs> what, what, be more specific. Yeah. Great. Uh, you know, so again, six months from now, I think, you know, I, I need to, I want to be able to just feel a little bit better. Um, I've been moving a lot more over the last six months. Uh, I've been participating in your detoxes over the last six months. Uh, and I've been finding slow and steady progress towards all of that. But I know that it's a, it's a long-term lifestyle change that's going to get me there, not some kind of quick fix. And so um, six months from now, I think I would have reduced inflammation, particularly around my gut. Um, I think I would feel up and ready to begin movement first thing in the morning. Right now, I need to have some coffee or another kind of uh, activity before I actually get to movement. Um, and then sometimes I, can, I might miss it because my day runs away from me. So six months from now, if I was waking up with my seven hours of sleep and feeling great and not feeling inflamed and feeling ready to move, uh, that's what good would look like to me. That sounds amazing. And I love what you said, that it's a long-term lifestyle change and not a quick fix. Everybody listen to that because so many people are looking for a quick fix and that's just not, it's not the way it works, right? <laughs> so the fact that you know that and are aware of that, you're leaps and bounds ahead of other people. And that's amazing. Yeah. And the fact that you've, you've already acknowledged that you've made some good slow steady progress and then now you just want to continue that for the next six months. What would you say is the number one roadblock holding you back to achieve, you know, your next level in your health journey? I would say it's a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde situation for me. Uh, I, I lead an 80% healthy lifestyle, I'll call it. And for a long time, I thought that was good enough. And for a long time, it was good enough. 
Uh, but as I've started to age a little bit more, uh, 80% isn't quite enough. And so when that uh, Jekyll and Hyde switch flips to the other 20% of time and I'm out enjoying cocktails, I'm a big foodie, I like having fun. And when that part kind of kicks in a little bit too much uh, is when I notice uh, challenges. And so I think I just need to keep pushing that dial maybe closer to 85, 15, 90, 10 uh, to really find that right balance for me. And you mentioned like gut health and inflammation. Is there anything in particular you'd want to share about what what in your gut do you believe is causing those issues? Because it seems like that's kind of one of the bigger challenges that you're having. Yeah, you know, I've I've spent a lot of time really kind of trying to understand the gut and I've listened to some of your podcasts about it. And, you know, it's really interesting to understand that there's a full, you know, neurological system basically inside your gut. And it's really... Um, it's its own sort of ecosystem down there. And what I've come to realize is that for me, it's got to be foundationally right. It's got to be healthy in order to stay healthy. You can't just kind of try to repair it with a kombucha here or there. It's just not going to work. You got to kind of be after it and be consistent. And so I've been working at that and trying to to be more consistent about it. I think I might need to be gluten-free. I did take a food sensitivity test a while ago, um, and certainly gluten popped on that list, but sort of a lot of other what I would have called healthy products that I was enjoying quite a bit, egg whites, red peppers, those kinds of things. And I, I didn't know if they popped on my food sensitivity because of volume. I was eating a lot of those things or because I actually have a sensitivity to them. So I'm now trying to find you know, again, more in that kind of 90, 10 range, but do I need to be gluten-free? I kind of hope not, but gluten light, maybe, or gluten limited, maybe. Um, And I don't know if that's a a long-term winnable plan. Yes. So what I will tell you is that there are periods in people's lives where you may need to cut something out for a while while you're healing your gut, and then you can add it back in and figure out the threshold that you can handle. So like for me, I was having a sensitivity to gluten, dairy, eggs, when I started on my health journey a number of years ago, and I completely cut those foods out for a number of months. And then as I started to feel better, I started to test the products and add them back in and make sure I was eating, you know, high quality eggs and high quality grains and dairy is still not my friend. I can have a little bit of dairy, but I have noticed that if I eat a high quality gluten now, I don't get like a rash. I used to get a rash all over my body and all over my trunk. So hopefully this is giving you some hope and that there are ways Stephanie and I are both, you know, very competent in guiding people on how to remove certain foods, kind of get your gut in check and then add them back in. Cause we're not looking, you know, for a person to have no pleasure in their life. And if gluten brings you pleasure and dairy brings you pleasure, or egg whites bring you pleasure, you know, we want to see you have the ability to eat those foods. You know, I think so far in my six month journey, we'll call it here in 2023, um, I've been willing to eliminate those things for a week, 10 days, two weeks at a time. I haven't been willing to go on the months long journey that you just described, Marnie. And I think it's probably necessary, but that hedonistic side of me doesn't want to do it <laughs> um, and and wants to resist the label, honestly, of things like gluten-free, dairy-free. It seems so rigid. It seems so, I have a hard time sort of uh, adopting the label for myself. 
Uh, we were out to dinner the other night at 112 Eatery uh, celebrating. And um, that's a tough restaurant to go to if you're trying it to is. be gluten-free. Yeah. It's almost it's, impossible there. And so yeah. um, I give in a little bit. I don't quite have the willpower to do exactly what you just described. But maybe that's the thing I do need to do now is give it months at a time and then be very specific about adding those things back in. Well, yeah, and, and I heard you earlier, Josh, say like when you talked about the 80-20, the that you like to go out and you like to be social and have fun. And you're not alone. We work with a lot of clients who feel like, oh, I can't be fun and social if I'm also restricting these foods. It's like an all or nothing. And so one thing to even think about is, you know, think about how you can have fun and enjoy yourself and be social and still be that person that you are while taking care of yourself and prioritizing. Because a lot of times when it comes internally, when it's intrinsically motivated, then you care less about the external pressures, but it's hard to get there. You know, you're not alone in that. And this is something that we work with clients all the time to kind of get to that realization. You know, Stephanie, one of the things you're talking about that really resonates with me is I've realized there's an identity question here. You know, it's not and a mindset question here. And I'm still, you can tell, I'm still struggling with that part of it a little bit. I'm not quite ready to own uh, some of those things as a part of my identity, but they're not mutually exclusive. I don't have to be, uh, I can I can take care of myself and, and still have fun, I guess is maybe the point. And, and I'm still trying to figure out exactly how to do that. Uh, I'm going to a wedding next week and I didn't feel comfortable saying I had dietary restrictions. And I thought, why don't I feel comfortable saying that? Uh, it's because I thought, well, it's going to be a fun event. I want to have fun. I don't want to put any restrictions on myself or have anyone else, you know, have to make accommodations for me. But that's not quite the right mindset and identity that I want and that and long-term. And so I know that's kind of where I need to go next. Hey guys, we wanted to tell you about one of the products that both Marnie and I use every single day, which is the plant-based amino acids from Keon. We've both been drinking their super tasty aminos every morning for many months, either before, during, or after our workouts which really help to produce more energy, stimulate muscle growth, and help with recovery. The Kian Aminos contain all nine essential amino acids, which are the building blocks of protein and important for overall health. And they now have convenient travel packs, which we both took on our recent vacation so that we don't have to go a day without our aminos. We both love that there are no artificial ingredients and our favorite flavors are cool lime and mixed berry. But Keon has many other products that we enjoy as well. My teenage son and I both take their creatine on the days that we strength train, which I mix with the aminos. My husband enjoys their mold-free coffee every day, and my family also uses their premium grass-fed whey protein isolate powder in our smoothies. So if you're focused on getting high-quality sources of protein and building lean muscle for optimum health, then we highly encourage you to head on over to www.getkeon.com. That's K-I-O-N. And use the code Art of Living for 10% off single products, 15% off bundles, or 20% off a subscription. I am such a big fan of Keon that I have their aminos, their coffee, and creatine all on subscription to maximize my savings and ensure that I never run out. And I feel like the way that our world has, you know, moved, people are very, restaurants are very used to accommodations. People are very used to accommodations. And I mean, I think that I indulge when I want to indulge and I think I'm still very fun. I, I don't live like this rigid lifestyle that you may think I do, but I actually don't. I think that 
you don't have to give up, you know, gluten, dairy, eggs, whatever the things that are bothering you all together at once and have nothing to eat. You know, it's more about trial and error. 10 days probably realistically isn't long enough to really notice changes in your body. Let's say you decide to give up gluten for a short amount of time or whatever it is, a couple months. Rest, there are so many restaurants in Minneapolis that have wonderful gluten-free menus. And it's really not that hard if you... If you're not comfortable, you know, if you're out to dinner with friends and you're not comfortable being that person saying, oh, can you tell me your gluten-free options? Call the restaurant ahead of time and, you know, talk to them and see what they are so that when it is your turn to order, you can just say, oh, by the way, I want to do blah, blah, blah. Um, there, there are a lot of, I think, workarounds where you can have fun and be healthy and feel well. It's just, like you said, it's a mindset shift and you don't have to label yourself the rigid health nut or whatever it is. (laughs) Well, I think too, like if you had a, if you had an allergy, if you actually had like a peanut allergy or a nut allergy or a dairy allergy, you would feel no shame or, you know, think nothing of saying, Hey, I'm peanut, you know, I have a peanut allergy. You don't want to go into anaphylactic shock here. Right. So it's kind of similar, like this is just your body. All of our bodies are unique and it's recognizing like what you need to thrive. And so if you envision like feeling amazing in six months, you know, maybe that that goal, if you will, that ideal day will, you know, kind of start to motivate you and shift your mindset a little bit. So just some things to think about. That's great. I'm also wondering, like, what are you doing now besides your sleep that you feel like is really working well for you? Uh, I am moving a lot. And by moving, I said, you know, one of the things I've changed my mindset about is it's not about exercise. It's about movement. Um, And so that can come walking the dog uh, that can come, you know, for a quick stroll to the lake or that can also come in a fairly intense, you know, high intensity workout. And um I'm doing all of those things. And I'm really excited about the fact that I've had the time in my life to really commit to that and really focus on that. And I've noticed uh, a, a big improvement there. And I've noticed that that's been more help in sustaining some of the health improvements I've made. And so that's been great. That's awesome. And I love Stephanie and I talk about movement a lot. And you know, it's really important to tune into what your body needs on any given day. Like a high intensity workout every day is not necessarily the best thing for us, right? Like walking your dog is amazing. Walking around a lake is amazing. You know, practicing yoga, stretching, like there's so many different ways, gardening, that you can move your body and not be like pumping away on a bike or, you know, running on a treadmill or whatever it is. But it's the combination of everything and what you feel like you need on a certain day. For sure. And that's great. It sounds like you've had more time recently to do that and focus on the movement. You mentioned the detox that you've done it, which we love having you in our group. Has anything come out of those detox experiences, you know, particularly when it comes to nutrition that you want to continue to focus on or that have been like enlightening or just, you know, on either end of the spectrum? 
Yeah. Um, you know, I know one of the things many people are after me included was weight loss. And while was that significant during those detoxes, um, you know, you do notice it, it, it come back a little bit after that period of time, which is perfectly normal. And I think probably good, you know, but never quite back to the same level. It was at, uh, you know, I, I at a new, I seem to have a new set point after each time I do it. And it's a couple pounds uh, difference and that's noticeable, but there's some more intangible benefits I've noticed as well. The, Maybe the surprising one was like skin and hair and like uh, some of those things I'd never experienced before. And by, you know, really changing your nutritional profile, I guess, can have a significant impact on your body in sort of intangible or unexpected ways. And I definitely noticed that as well. I also found it, you know, on the movement side, a little bit hard, you know, because the calorie intake is very low during those detoxes. And so I think, uh, you know, you guys talk about giving yourself a little bit of leeway to to not worry about movement for the first few days, especially. And that, that was important to me because I'm, like I said, kind of in a, in a state of really trying to move every day. I just had to move a little less uh, during that because I had less energy to give. Sleep was a bit tough. You, you know, it's my number one priority. We started there, you know, sleep. I, I felt restless during those first few days of each of the uh, detoxes. And I know that that's my body processing what's going on. Um, so again, I'm willing to give that up for a little bit for the long-term benefits, but that's certainly something I noticed as well. So to clarify, would you say that you felt restless during the fasting days, but then once you introduced the the food into your diet that you were able to sleep better or was it throughout the entire detox? It was restless for sure during the fast. And then it was a return, but a little bit slower to quality sleep again. So I would say there was definitely a transition period. It wasn't like immediately eating healthy, fresh foods turned my sleep around. Um, but within a couple of days after starting to eat healthy foods again, you know, I did notice the, the sleep improved pretty dramatically. Well, that's great. I mean, we love that you felt so wonderful from doing the detoxes and you like these intangible benefits are things that you didn't initially expect that you're able to um, experience. So Josh, as we start to wrap up this conversation, what's one thing that you could do in the next 24 hours to kind of push you a little further on your health goal in that, you know, trajectory just to get the ball rolling and just something simple that you could do almost immediately. Yeah. Well, one thing in the next 24 hours is I'm hosting a uh, party tomorrow, a birthday party for some family and I'm the chef, which means I get to dictate what the food is. And so uh, we've already had a conversation about the menu and the, my daughter is the recipient of the party and we can, we've, we've found a place to go with the food that I'm really excited about and, and pleased about. So I can try on really, you know, entertaining and having fun and, you know, living that part of my life while also, uh, you know, being healthy while doing it. And so if I can build that habit and start with me controlling the event, that's a great way to kind of work my way there. And do you want to share what you're planning? Yeah, sure. We're doing a, uh, a burrata salad to start. I'm going to watch how much cheese I have on that one. But, uh, you know, again, if it's high quality uh, cheese, that goes a long way versus processed cheese. That's terrible. But I'll, I'll minimize my intake there. And then after that, it's a uh, salmon with an avocado salsa and a little bit of rice. And I'll, uh, I'm will i going to stray away from the rice, but certainly uh, indulge in the salmon for sure. Sounds and then delicious. I'm avoid the brownies at the tail end, which is <laughs> one of my favorite foods of all time. Uh, but this will be a good chance for me to prove to myself that I can uh, have a great evening, uh, enjoy myself and uh, skip the brownie. 
Yeah. Well, and, and there if, are some great gluten-free brownies out there. I was Recipes, just going to say. Even in a box. It doesn't Good even one. have to be a brownie. Like there are a lot of gluten-free treats, even, you know, maybe this isn't that exciting, but like some dark chocolate, a few squares of dark chocolate. If you have a little bit of a sweet tooth. I do. And that's a good, a good idea. I think I need, I'm going to need that tomorrow. Yeah. The other, the other key will be alcohol. I, I like good drinks. I like great cocktails. Um, and those cocktails are sneaky. We know that. Right. And so I'll probably stick to white wine tomorrow night and it'll be an organic one to uh, just uh, again, live a little bit more right, but still have a lot of fun. Well, sounds that wonderful. sounds awesome, Josh. And you know, I think that your head is in the right space. The fact that you're thinking about your health and you're thinking about how you want to proceed over these next six months is a wonderful first step. You know, we are here for you. You can reach out to us at any time. We'd love to follow up with you and see how things are going. And just congratulations on taking these steps on your own health journey. Well, thank you guys so much. And thanks for all the help so far. The uh, The detox process has been great. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to what that looks like in six months, like we talked about. Well, great. And for any of our listeners out there who want to come on and experience what Josh just went through today, it can be anonymous. I know sometimes people don't love you know, opening up and sharing what's going on with their health and well-being, but this is just a safe space. And you will walk away with a tangible action step that will help you, you know, on your journey to find your art of living well. So thank you, Josh. Thank you, And guys. we hope to see you at our next detox, September 17th. Have great. a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well. Mm-hmm.